Listening to the Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. In today's episode is a discussional podcast episode. Where we talk about the news that seems important to us because it should be important to you because it's important to us because it's important to you, and then dive into our community, answer some great questions from our community members, and then say goodbye. So, how has the last few weeks been, Chris? Besides our issue with recording, very very busy. I was putting together discussional, and I'm like, okay, so I usually go back like two weeks or something like that, and all it's oh yeah, that's right, we had a. We had a week uh, pause for uh, for a minute there, so that's fine. That's fine. Anything anything fun happening? I didn't get Hu Tao. Nope. Surprising. I got Gene. Mm-hmm. Another Gene. Genshin Impact, by nope. the way. Well, I got I got, but that was I think we talked about that last time. Is I got got my girl from um, the the three ladies on the on the the floating island. I really got to get back to playing the game. Yeah, Ganyu. Yeah, yeah. It's been hard to play, mainly because I've been starting to play Ultima Online with the other brother and doing champ spawns and stuff like that again, which was it's been fun. But yeah, I'm I'm just trying to get my daily throw in there and try to get Huta if possible, which I don't know if it's going to be possible, but we'll see. I think I'm like 40 into the next pity. So I'm, like I said, I'm, I, I knew I was due for a you know, an incorrect pity, like a non-banner pity. And and uh, as usual, I will always have to get up to the pity before I get them. I never get them before pity. So it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, I got to, uh, we got our first copyright claim for our new launch channel. Isn't that exciting, Chris? <laughs> we, were, we were supposed to start like probably 30 minutes ago, but I went to check the YouTube channel, which I probably shouldn't have before we started recording because that was a total side tangent got me into, but... Yeah, Promise Neverland. Um, I've heard the horror stories of people that do videos on on Promise Neverland, and uh, yeah, I'm already experiencing it. And that, that's the frustrating thing. That's like by looking through the analytics on Promise Neverland, it's besides like a big boost on the series when people started talking about the fact that it went um, original. There was a surge in people looking in, you know, for videos and stuff on it. It technically doesn't get much traction on YouTube. 
and I'm sure there's somebody out there that is maybe pulling all the the attention because like I know that ReZero gets a lot of attention, but unfortunately there's a lot of people that are covering ReZero, so it's like you're me even doing videos on it doesn't seem like it makes much sense because there's a lot of people covering it. And I and I would probably tell most people to go watch Nearly on Red before they even come watch my videos on on ReZero because he just does a better job of like hyper analyzing it. Unless you don't like hyper analyzation. But it's like Promise Neverland doesn't really get good traffic. And so I'm just doing it because I want to talk about it. And now I feel like I don't really care to do it now because some Smeg company, which I'm sure is a company that, you know, Sony and and Aniplex is paying to look for content, you know, infringement, are just striking the... And I didn't get a strike. Let me correct that. I didn't get a strike. I got a claim. And what the claim does is makes it to where I can't monetize it, which I'm... Whatever. That's fine. Whatever. But if I am making money, if I'm, you know, when I do, when I can start monetizing all my videos, it's going to be difficult to sell on me to create content for your show because you won't let me monetize it. So I can't make a living off of it. And it, it is so infuriating because, and I, and I posted a tweet about it. Like this is a, this is proof of concept right here. Like I have made it as as difficult as, as possible for a company to be able to claim any right to my video because only a quarter, less than a quarter of my screen real estate is screenshots of the show as I talk about it. No audio, no music, nothing from the show, but frames of the show in the corner. And it's still not viewed as fair use. That is sad. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm making it as hard as possible for them to be able to claim it. But it's still, I have zero say. Because you know what's going to happen? I send a dispute. They're going to go, no, it's still ours. That's all they have to do. They, they see the notification. This guy says it's, 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 you know, it's you know, fair use. They just click a button that says, no, he's wrong. And guess what? There's nothing else I can do besides getting a lawyer. And that, again, like I said, is just, that is, I'm going to be dealing with this a lot, so I'm not going to talk about this every time it happens. I'm just talking about it because it's the first time since, you know, fully launching the YouTube channel. But that stuff infuriates me because there is zero acknowledgement of fair use. That was, that was one of the main reasons why we uh, decided to go, uh, go in a different route in the first place was because of this crap. It's like, I if you if you want people to create content on your site, you, you're gonna have to deal with this some way, you, shape, or form. And but they, they've 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 far and away gone past that. They, they don't even give a crap about the content creator anymore. They don't, I don't even know why they even bother. Just just you you have your selected ones that you want to want to cater to and be done with it. Nobody just don't even deal with anybody else. What's the point? Yeah, and it's sad because it's some. They used to be like, whatever, do whatever the heck you want on this cha- on this on this site. And then at some point, they got so big that all these companies said, "Let's get YouTube." And YouTube said, "Oh, look, we have nothing to do with it." And they lift their hands up and gave them the copyright holders all the tools to stop anybody that even sneezes their content. And what did that do? It made it a very difficult place to work with if you're small. 
if unless you're you know and i'm not nothing against them or anything like that like the big you, you, uh, anti-tubers like gigic and all them unless you have a large audience and the power of that audience you can't it, it, you you're having to step on eggshells if everybody that asks hey man why don't you have video footage on there and stuff i can't i i only have one company right so far I only have one company that is willing to work with me to put video content on my videos. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do a really great job on it as, as good as I can because they allowed me to do it. And that's Nosey Entertainment. That's the only company right now that I can put footage on my videos and not have to worry about it. Any of the rest of them, I don't have those connections yet. I don't have that viewership yet. It's, it's, it is frustrating. Because it is sad at the same time. Because like I said, I want to create content for the Promised Neverland. It's just, you can't. And, I've, and, I've, and I knew it was going to come because I've heard so many people say that it was, it, it's a very difficult show to actually cover because of that issue. And I'm guessing, like I said, I think it's something to do with that Smeg company. Which I'm wondering if is not affiliated with uh, Sony or Aniplex. I can't find any information on them. Um, and then a lot of companies do this. Like I said, they outsource who does their copyright strikes. And so I'm thinking it's probably the production committee behind the original source material. Or the anime itself. Probably the production committee back there that has somebody that's doing that. Because it, it, it I don't have it happening with anything else I'm covering from Sony and, and Anaplex and all them. Which, um, a good example, uh, Wonder Egg Priority. I get lots of views on that one. I don't hear any problems with them, and that's Anaplex as well. So I don't know. It's difficult. I, I mean, I'm, and that's the sad thing is the fr the more frustrating thing is is that I'm I'm doing my videos the way I'm doing them because I wanted to avoid any possibility, and yet it still happens. That's what's frustrating. It's like, what's the next step? Nothing but my face. <laughs> It's all I can have on my video is lit and I'll probably have like a copyright strike from something in the background, like, oh you have a <laughs> You have a you have a in the fate, background. You have a fate stay night in the background, uh a fate stay night wallpaper. That's uh artwork from this creator and he is striking your channel. <laughs> you know, that's gonna come. Or they'll say like like the site this the shape of my cheek when I was talking looks similar to this particular character in this one show and we're gonna strike it. <laughs> oh, I was I, I I'm I'm I, I I was just saying, you know, Yuki, some some random um, uh, animal shelter in in Egypt will probably copyright claim Yuki. <laughs> that's my dog in your in your in your video. <laughs> that that that's the that's the mascot for one of the biggest corporations in Middle Eastern uh, uh, country of Pakistan or something like that. We know that you're trying to steal our mascot. Uh, who knows? Speaking of mascots, we we got a, we have a new mascot. Did I say mascots? Speaking yes, of mascots, Yuki's stocks are going up right now. No, we got a new mascot, which is uh, Spirit Chan. I think we called her Spirit Chan. I think we decided on Spirit Chan. I talked about being Spirit Chan when I when I posted about it. So hopefully, I'm correct. Yeah, she's adorable. Uh, took some time. I, I'm I'm so happy that our artist was patient with us <laughs> because, like, being so far away from Chris, it's like I would get a thing and I would go, okay, well, let me let me ask Chris, and I would go to Chris, and I have to wait for Chris to respond, and 
And then I would respond back, and then he'd come back with the changes, and then I'd go, hey, well, hold on, let me get a hold of Chris, and I could send it to Chris. Chris looks at it and send it back to me. <laughs> but yeah, she turned out great. She looks adorable, and I'm so happy we, we finally got that done. So, yeah. Get on that. Now I just gotta get her put it on everything that we that we do. Because I don't want to... As much as I love our... our, our I technically was our mascot for the long time. I don't think the creators of Kion will allow us to, you know, be monetizing videos and stuff with her in it. So, unfortunate. Got to have mm-hmm. her own stuff. But we'll probably, they'll probably find somebody out there, some company out there that will claim that Spirit Child looks just like their foreign-looking blonde hair pigtail Sundere is probably character from their show. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> I don't put anything past anything anymore. I'm jaded. Can you can you feel it? Can you feel that jadedness in me? No, I I, I was I was <sighs> thinking that you were feeling kind of uppity. Maybe Not I'm glad jaded. I'm glad we're recording. I'm glad that we're recording today. <laughs> I just I, for some reason this morning a lot of things are hitting me and I'm just feeling like just divulging all my thoughts. It was I, I guess I can thank Schmeg where that company is because. You timed it perfectly that I could rant about your stupid company on a podcast. Which, again, like I said, I don't think is necessarily the fault of Smeg. And that, that's the problem. And <laughs> I'm going to get back into this. That's the problem with this whole situation. I don't really necessarily blame Sony. I don't necessarily blame Aniplex. The original content creator, the original company that owns the Promised Neverland that's doing this. I don't blame Smeg as a company. I don't blame YouTube as a company. It's a culmination of everything together because YouTube created the system that allows it. They created the algorithm scanning capability that allows it. These companies gave their content to it that allows it. I guess the only thing that really is an issue is that, because for those who don't know, what would probably happen in the situation is that the original owner of uh, Promised Neverland that is, you know, searching for this content and trying to claim it, would give a video example, give the footage, audio, and everything to YouTube. YouTube would put it in their systems to search for it. And so what's happening is that claim is happening because it probably seen in the corner that frame. And so it the algorithm, the, the system that YouTube has put into play, thinks that's me playing the video on my YouTube video. It doesn't look for any... It just seen that frame and said, ah, that's probably it. And they sent it to them and they claim... and. And the owner themselves would have in their system, if you find this video in somebody's video, just don't allow them to to to, to earn monetize it. Which I, I thank them for doing that because some companies will make it automatically flag and strike. But I think that YouTube has removed that question mark. I want to say there was some discussion recently that they removed the the capability of companies automatically striking you if it sees it. And that was a huge problem for people because they would, you know, they would have a screenshot and they would get a strike on their channel because the algorithm seen it and it just automatically strikes it without a question. But anyways, like I said, I think it's called money everything. I'm done. I'm done. Moving on. <laughs> 14 minutes about ranting about YouTube and copyright strikes.
like I said, I just I just wish they would recognize fair use. Like there should be no reason why I shouldn't have footage and everything on my video as I'm talking about it. It's transformative in every in every shape. So Welcome to YouTube, Andrew. And I got my first mean comment. Did I tell you? No, I got my fr- did you? I got my and it, it's funny because I, I already mentioned on Twitter that I'm I'm already getting my uh, I already have my person that f- dislikes every video the moment it gets posted. Person, I have that person already. And I've seen other people that have those. Like the you, you, you know they just post a video and you go to check it out and you're like oh cool they just posted a video and you click there and there's a dislike and you're like why the hell is there and you look at their vi- channel and there's like every single video has at least one dislike. I have that person. <laughs> That just goes to every video and just dislikes it the moment I post it. Like, literally within minutes. Like, I don't even have time to post a link on YouTube or Twitter, and it already has a dislike. So, like, man, I have that person already. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I posted... Job. Last week, of course, for those who don't know, we had a uh, a recap episode on Wonder Egg Priority. And, I, and, and for those who don't know, Wonder Egg Priority is actually our best the most traffic we get on a weekly weekly basis on our channel right now it is it is huge and i think that's mainly because i don't know that many people are covering it on a weekly basis so again like versus something like rezero where there's a ton of people covering it i think i do have an advantage of covering something that very little people are covering that is actually getting people excited and it has content within it that you know you want to discuss uh i think the second right now biggest for us is mushoko tensei that one is getting a lot of traffic too. So, but no, we we had a recap, and I'm like, hey, no, I, not that I wanted to make a video because I wanted to capitalize on the weekly views. I just I was frustrated, and I'm like, I'm just gonna make a goofy video. Anybody that's gonna check out that video, most of them anyways, are gonna know that was a recap. So, I I was mainly initially going to do it because I wanted to make to see if there was any actual substance in the episode. Because sometimes recap episodes will hint at things or they'll have a brief clip wasn't really the case <laughs> but i made this video and i posted it up and it was a really goofy video of me yelling about it's being a recap episode i thought it was funny i giggled but <laughs> somebody posted something like man or lol you're really sad something i forget what it was i already deleted it i'm like I'm, i don't even care to have I think I, I'll probably give up on it eventually, but for now, if I see stuff like that, I'm just going to not even think about it. I'm just going to delete it. I don't even care to have it on the channel. But uh, yeah, I had my first mean comment. <laughs> so. And I know it's going to get worse. It's like it's like you only have scratched the surface. I've 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 been viewing YouTube long enough to know that there is I am nowhere near big enough on that platform to suffer the larger brunt of that kind of stuff. And, it, and it's funny because I've, 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 we've had a YouTube channel for a long time, of course, and I've done a lot of videos with unboxings that have gotten several thousand views. So I just, I guess I'm avoiding that group yet. I'm still avoiding that group. <laughs> so it will happen eventually. The, the first time I make a video that's really, con- I'm surprised I didn't get a lot of really hate with the, uh, the top, 10 anime of all time because I, I always feel like that was going to be the one that was going to end my YouTube career before it started. That's a, that's Are a no-no. Sure no. you, you sure it's not going to be my uh, uh, actually posting one of my uh, my uh, outlines on, on the YouTube channel? <laughs> you just post the video of, of the of footage of the actual outline? 
No, I meant just the uh, an episode that's based on one of my outlines. But I guess it was we did wasn't just exactly one of my. I know that's what I'm saying. That that's going to be what destroys us. You know that, right? One of <laughs> but granted, the more... that's not that's not one of my bad ones. Honestly, I think I'm the one that made that episode bad because I had to bring up boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Chris kept a pretty PG besides the idea of the Andares and the Siscon stuff, but it's like it wasn't that bad until I'm like, hey man, we have to we have to have boobs and butts on on the scale of of you know creating. I mean, you're creating waifus. That's technically an aspect of it. But yeah, we should probably get the news. We're only 20 minutes in. We haven't even started the news. Hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing off you, man. You just do you, you do you, you do you, Andrew. Be who you want to be. But no, we I don't, probably I don't, should. I don't think. I think at this point, nobody really cares anymore. They just like, okay, you guys just talk. We we get a kick out of you. I don't fall asleep while I drive to and from work. That's enough for me. <laughs> you guys agitate my brain enough. <laughs> But no, let's 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 get into it. There's a lot of really fun stuff to talk about. I speci- just to note, I specifically was adding them, and then I deleted them afterwards. Uh, there's a lot of news on April releases of anime, which will be the spring season, and so I figured we're just going to talk about all those shows next week. So might as well take them off here. So yeah, just know next week we'll be doing our preview for the spring season. It's already coming. Sorry, that time we got we got to talk about the. Well, technically, it makes sense because a lot of these shows that I'm talking about are on my videos. Are like, oh wow, we only have like two more episodes of that. <laughs> like Mushoku Tensai is what two more episodes? That's it. Maybe three. Did we just get episode nine? I don't know. I thought it was going for twenty four episodes. So I I know Where that I that in the world did you hear that? Well, I do know that it's supposed to be uh, ongoing. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard them. I've I've seen the articles talking about Mushoku Tensai Jawless Reincarnation going um, long running series. Have... <laughs> the the, the, you know, the producer himself is talking about doing. He wants to do a long running series, and so and they've already confirmed. I believe summer will be the next core of it. So we've had those two things. I've been able to confirm one that the the producer is like, I want to do this a long running series, and the other one was that it was going to be. Uh, another core in summer. The only thing I haven't been able to find a confirm, and if anybody has this, please just go ahead and send it to me. I've heard a lot of people saying that the original creator himself pulled a uh, fruits basket where he said, I won't let you do it unless you do the whole thing. I haven't been able to find that. And if that's in that, if that statement was true, I'm all for talking about it, but I, that is a very specific thing. And that, Gives the creator a lot of strength. Like, I understood when people said that Fruits Basket creator said that. I'm like, yeah, she can say that. But it's a very difficult thing for most creators to be able to say. That is, that would make a lot of sense as to why this is, quote unquote, one of the original uh, isekais. And it's been this long after we've technically had almost a full uh, isekai... um, boom effectively and now suddenly this one's coming out yeah i'm not i'm not it is not, and, and no I'm matter buying, how you look I, at it 
and no matter how you look at it, this is a solid isekai. So I I understand why um, it has to be it, it has to be brought out. I mean, it's shoot, it's already rated one of the best uh, isekais on uh, my anime list. I was looking for something else and just noticed it. It's at uh, eight point four zero. So it's it is a so- everybody's loving it apparently. Oh yeah, for for sure. And I'm I'm not discrediting it in any way, shape, or form. But I don't really buy into the whole, this is the grandfather of uh, Isekai and all this kind of stuff. It's like, it hasn't been around that long, and I'm not quite sure where a lot of people are getting that stuff from. But I, like I said, I, I will acknowledge the idea that this is a an incredible series. But I won't really say that it is the grandfather of anything when it hasn't been around for, what, seven years? This doesn't really make it much the grandfather of anything when it's that young, but yeah, but I'm loving it to death. It's yeah, it's, it's absolutely an incredible series and I'm, I'm absolutely loving. And then like this, this last week freaking opened I, up the world like so much. I mean, I will, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think that because we, 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 uh, covered a, a show recently or a while back that was, in every way, respect uh, a, a a true original es uh, isekai. Um, shoot, I can think of two or three off the top of my head that are really kind of the the original isekais. Um, this one only being a few years old, I I wouldn't call it that. However, that being set aside, I will say that this has a lot of uh, isekai tropes that. I'm starting that that we see that is um kind of common in a lot of them recently. So um but, it, but it's not the sum I, of those those yeah. tropes. That's what's great about it. It 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 plays off of them, but it's never reliant on any of it. Right. And so so I I I I think that you it should be made specifically distinct that we're not talking about because what was that what was that movie where the guy um, I, I shoot, I, I can think of all these shows off the top of my head and none of them. You can't the think names. of any shows. What are you talking about? Um, 12, <laughs> oh, 12, yeah, well, 12 kingdoms for sure. Um, the, what was the one where the, the guy and his girlfriend or not girlfriend, but his, uh, childhood friend, um, went and we did a, we did a review because it was a, um, a Nozomi entertainment, uh, show. No, the guy it was and his the childhood friend, and it was no yeah, entertainment. It was either that or it was a um, uh, Noi Tomina. Uh, I, I, I don't think it was that. I think it was oh, a, um, like El Hazard. El Hazard, yeah. Okay. It was a backer. It was a backer one that you paid into, and you and you got the the thing, and we started that. Um, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of, and and that was an isekai. But it it doesn't have the same tropes that this does, um, where it's actually po- uh, pointing at those tropes and actually using them to to make a really solid character. So it's not it's not like um, in in one respect, yes, it is. It does have a lot of the tropes that are that we see in a lot of anime now these days. But it's not it's not a original isekai. Like like we said before, the first trapped in MMO is not uh, uh, sword, sword art online. Art. <laughs> it's 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 um uh, we were thinking more like Monster Rancher because that was even before 
uh, Dot Hack Sign. Dot Hack Sign was the first like video game trapped in. Monster Rancher, I don't yeah, think I was, was specifically. I don't think Monster Rancher's specifically a synopsis was the idea that he was in a game. It was just shoot, uh, was that guy in Monster Rancher? Uh, come to think of it, n- mentioning uh, Monster Rancher wasn't uh, Digimon um, an isekai? Yeah, it's a, that's an isekai, and then we had like uh, going further back from there is like uh, was it Dunbun or not? Was it Dunbun? It, we have an entire episode on it where we went through all the way back to those old ones, and I don't remember any of them, so you can check out our, <laughs> our episode on that specifically. I think it was something like, uh, I think it was just Isekai'd something episode. What, what, I, I, I actually kind of got to do this. I, this, this the, the translation of this name it drops, absolutely drives me crazy because I know Tensai is genius. Why is it Jobless Reincarnation? <laughs> Well, they didn't even bother translating the original name, it, but that's the original. The original title was like Mushoka uh, Tensai Isekai Itara Honkides. I think the Jobless Reincarnation is what they ended up giving it later. Jobless Reincarnation. I will seriously try if I go to another world, which that's okay. technically the Honkides, not Toss part. Okay, but what about the? Um... What about the Tensai? Why do they uh, drop the genius? Unless I I just have because uh, I know Tensai is uh, genius, isn't it? No, I think the Mushoku Tensai is a jobless reincarnation part, isn't it? Unless it's jobless, uh, jobless genius. Tensai is job, be- isn't it? Isn't that jobless? No, Tensai is is genius. No, Mo- Moshiko would be whatever the other it would probably be the jobless unless that's reincarnation i know what you're talking about but i don't i i think it's slightly different it's like <laughs> there is a few parts in japanese that just really uh make a little it, i i do give english a lot of uh hatred because of how stupid english can be sometimes but there is certain like Kawaii is so weird in Japanese. There's like 15 different ways that you can say kawaii. Kawaii, 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 kawaii. <laughs> yeah, it, do, it doesn't even translate Mushoku Tensai. That's what's weird. It translates that I'm seriously, uh, I'm serious when I go to another world, but it won't translate Mushoku Tensai. But yeah, I know, I know what you mean by the Tensai part. And it's, yeah, Tensai, and it's reincarnation. Tensei. Hmm. What is genius, then? Now, yeah, yeah, you have me wondering about that. In well, I, I, I automatically think back to um, the, uh, the detective. Uh, there, there, I just put in detective. genius in Japanese. And what does Google say? Genius in English. And then Japanese, Tensai. It's an A-I, not E-I. That's uh, what it is. And there again, that, that's like I go. said, Tensai is is going to be similar to Kawaii, 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 all that crap. There's a lot well, of different ways of saying certain... So they, they do have a similar issue where you just change one vowel that sounds similar. Tensai versus Tensai. All right, that was a fun. Gotta love Kana. <laughs> That's a that is a fun little diversion that we went through. 
<laughs> Weren't we supposed to start the episode? Uh, what were we? How do we even get to there? How did we even get to there? Oh, you randomly said that you were translating. I, have... I don't know. Anyways. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. The, the news that seems important to us, that should be important to you because it's important to us, that it's important to you. Uh, first one we have is Evangelion Final Film. No, but, but that's, that's I forgot. I, I'm going to get sidetracked again. Yes, we only have 11 episodes this season, and we only have two more left. So, it's a bummer. But yeah, uh, the, if anybody the, has the, the information the... on the creator saying that, please let me know. Now, I, I just went to my anime list, and they do not have a ending date. Just Just throwing it out there. What do you mean? Well, yeah, because it could be delayed. They they never put an ending date on there unless they they have it scheduled. The episode uh, count said at eleven, though. That was what they announced was eleven episodes. Okay. Oh, but you're right. They could totally say here's another episode. There's there's nothing stopping them. Uh, the second season, unfortunately, is only going to be twelve episodes too. Dang it! But that's fine. You know, there is. I think we said this about specifically. Um, why My Hero Academia works so well and why My Hero Academia doesn't look like a typical shonen because long running series that are like not having any breaks, they don't look that good because they have no breaks. And so for them to give like these little split cores, I'm perfectly fine. If they can keep up the visual beauty that they're doing and they need those breaks, please do it because I would love this to be a, you know, a perfect visual beauty of a of a adaptation for sure all for it please <laughs> please please do i will eat it up and i will cover it to death and i will you know yell from the tallest mountains for people to watch it because it looks good so yeah studio binds doing fantastic anyways the news that should be important to you <laughs> Because we'll eventually talk about it. Our first one, Evangelion. Apparently, they're talking about this Evangelion film is finally coming out, uh, or that it finally came out. I don't believe it, but apparently, there's news out that the final film sold 530,000 tickets on its first day. That's crazy. That's almost 7.3 million USD right there. They gained in one single day. That's awesome. And, and and amid all this stuff that's happening, oh, I said the word. Dang it! I'm gonna get. We're gonna get monetized. Let me edit that. Uh, the pandemic. Now, now our YouTube version of this won't get struck. I'll have to put a. I'll have to remember to put an Udasai right there if I can remember. Uh, let me make a note of that. Um, put Ud. Uh, oh, oops. Ud. Dang it. I Udasai. I I think that you're I. I think that you're okay as long as there. you don't mention as long as you don't mention any things that might naturally keep you safe um, that that oh. might go against <laughs> the the uh, foremost authority of don't confirm, the WHO. <laughs> don't don't confirm nor deny anything surrounding it. You can acknowledge that it exists. Just not anything <laughs> around it. No, th- there might come a time where acknowledging that it exists might become a bad thing. We don't. Ever, we never know. History can be changed. We'll see. We're getting to conspiracy hey, theories. That's exactly hey, what I, gets you I flagged. Did, I did warn. I did warn everybody. I'm not holding back anymore. I told y'all that I wasn't going to hold back no more. Oh man, here we go. But that's exciting. 
Because that means that so- at least these news reporters are believing that this has existed, and it ex- and so here's the problem. It's like <laughs> mark your calendars, everybody. Not not mark your calendars, but everybody from make a note, a mental note going forward. Spoilers will be out there, and I'm not sure how crazy they will get with the final film. But now is the time to start being very wary about what you search for Evangelion re- related. So searching you know for a video of evangelion on youtube because you want to look for something specific be aware you're gonna have thumbnails and junk of people throwing stuff that's gonna be spoiler up there so yeah oh i i have to to start guarding it hopefully they don't take too long bringing it over like being a final they need to bring it over quick i have to watch um i have to watch um not to step on 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 glass when i'm in youtube because Anything I I'm I like I am absolutely in love with jobless reincarnation and and there's oh people who already want to who really 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 want to tell me who uh, uh, Rudius ends up with and it's like I don't want to do that um, I, <laughs> that's like, that's poor, like every video seismic. I post dude <laughs> poor seismic he's he's talking about um uh uh spider uh reincarnation on our forums and. I, I I knew he had already specifically said that he had accidentally spoiled himself on something and he put it behind a the next episode behind a um a a a spoiler tag and I knew I shouldn't have uh clicked on that stupid spoiler tag and I what? did it anyway. You dork. I did it any I did it anyway and it wasn't that he spoiled it it was that his wording implied something that that's the worst technique exactly like he didn't intend on spoiling it but right. he accidentally spoiled it because of the wording and it was like darn it seismic and he's like i'm so sorry <laughs> and that's the that's and that's what i keep telling people on youtube because that's that's literally because i want to i want i'm trying to at least for now again it's gonna it might get to the point where i can't do it anymore i want to reply to everybody Especially as we're growing. I think that engagement, I think, is very important. Until it gets to the point where it's like, I, I, you literally can't. There, there, you get to a point on YouTube, but eventually you just can't do it. You just don't have the time. But, and, and it's sad because it's the case with ReZero. It's the case with Mushuko. Anything with a source material, especially light novel related, because people that are light novel readers are very passionate about those. And that's the frustrating thing is I, nev- I know they're not doing it with ill-intently. But there's a lot of people that will just come and say, hey, don't worry about this issue because eventually this. And it's like, I know you're trying to help the situation by saying there is a light at the end of the tunnel. But saying that there's a light at the end of the tunnel implies exactly what happens. And it's like I said, it's like I know they're not ill-intended, but it's like especially light novel readers just divulge everything. It's like, please don't. Please don't spoil things, please. Yeah, you gotta watch out for those. And I, yeah, it, and it's even worse as a content creator because you you have to look for materials, you have to look for information, yes. or you're trying to you're trying to confirm the pronunciation of a name, all that kind of stuff. That you're trying to put together for an outline. Even when we do our outlines, and I'm having to get like you know the pictures of the characters so that we remember some of the side characters' names and with how many characters we have to remember their names of, it's it gets more difficult. Just looking that stuff up. I mean, we had that issue technically, and it, it, it didn't end up turning into a bad thing. 
But uh, remember what happened when we were talking about in our first impressions of Mushoko? Remember the question that you had? Who's this heiress character? And what did I say? I think it's the sister. Because she has red hair and her last name was Grey Rat. Now, granted, we found out that it's because they have multiple Grey Rat families. And so it wasn't as big of a spoiler as I thought it would be. But it's that kind of stuff. Just seeing a character's last name is like, oh, well, that just spoiled that right there. That they get married or they or that they have kids or that she could be the daughter of, of Rudy in the future. You never know what that last name means. So, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. That's it. Well, and that that even goes, I mean, like uh, stuff that is super sensitive uh, that that you I it, what's frustrating is some things. It's like I I wish I had never seen deaths. some things. Deaths you, some suck. Things, deaths always deaths, suck. Hearing about it, a death that's, sucks. Because like now I don't want to get I don't, now I don't want to like that character because I know they're going to die eventually <laughs> or I'm just waiting for it. And that's and that's the thing. It's like how how do I, even even I I can't even confirm or deny something that I know specifically that I know that it would it would absolutely irritate the crap out of Andrew if I told him, um, because it's a story that he really likes and I know that he's going to eventually uh, dig into that. And it's like it's frustrating because some some spoilers will kind of after a certain amount of time they'll you'll you'll kind of slowly forget about them but other ones it's like i wish this would go away i really do <laughs> I wish i, I could wish unsee I could that forget. yes well um, that's, that's why i then, told chris when when uh the recent episodes of of attack on titan came out i was kind of like i was trying to tell him hey look you need to watch this because it's you're not going to be able to avoid the spoilers because what happens you you search you know certain shows on youtube you're going to see the thumbnail. It literally says me reacting to this character dying. And it's like, what? <laughs> Why would you put that in the thumbnail? Because somebody searching for episode six is going to see what happened in episode seven. Or just them searching for, again, like a, a news bit or something. Or just searching for anything randomly. I've had times where I search for a different show and a thumbnail comes up for a show that's not related to it of a character of a spoiler. And it's like... Why is this a thing? <laughs> like you're, you're, you're. I've had where I'm watching a video on something completely unrelated, and I will see a thumbnail for a different show in the suggestion boxes saying a character died, and I'm like, "Oh, thank you, I appreciate that." <laughs> it's so frustrating. Well, I, I wonder some, some of it. I wonder. I, I do know that there's the clickbait side of it. Yes, um, totally the clickbait side of it. And then 100%. at the same at the same time, it's like how far I mean somebody has got I mean some of these people have got to have that um that inkling in them where it would it would irritate them at some to some some degree. Um, and that's and that's the sad thing is like when I create my thumbnails, I want to give in to that, but I don't. Like I I debated for a good thirty minutes on if I was going to post um, the screenshot that I did for Mushoku Tensai of this last episode. Did you watch it? Yeah. Well, it it, it obviously had uh, a pr- a parent of somebody in the cast in that episode. Now, granted, you you would have to know the context of it to know that that's what that is. But I that and that's what I came to a conclusion of is like you have to technically know the context. And but I still felt bad for doing that because I'm like. That's technically a spoiler. 
and I have to put a screenshot in each episode, but it's like, which screenshot do I choose? Because I don't want to spoil the episode for those that didn't watch it. It's frustrating. I mean, we had that. I had that problem with uh, the Promised Neverland too. A character came back, and do I put that as the thumbnail? Because somebody that didn't watch the series is now going to be spoiled on it. Do they know the context of it? Does the context matter in this situation? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> We're we're so we're so critical about spoiling things, and I don't want to be that person at all. Oh, we have f- far surpassed that person a long time ago. So, <laughs> so we we we've done one news article. <laughs> we're oh, never yeah. going we, fi- we, we, to we finish we do, this. <laughs> we're never we, we do technically have an outline, don't we? <laughs> I have to do my video on one rank priority, and I can't. And then I gotta watch this other show that we're gonna talk about in a minute. The Land of Leedale TV anime gets staff and studio reveal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is by the Grace of the Gods uh, director. He's gonna be working on it, and Maha Film is going to be animating it. Uh, for those that don't know what in the Land of Leedale is, the last thing she re- can remember in her is her life support f- beginning to fail. Her body had suffered. Uh, terribly after a, f- a fateful accident. I'm doing terrible on the synopsis. Wow. <laughs> Her body had suffered terribly after a fateful accident, and the only freedom left in her life came from the VR world of Liddell. How did she end up pl- in a place that looks exactly like her game, except that 200 years has apparently gone by? So, looks like a isekai... Sounds very similar to the later parts of Sword Art, where they started putting, you know, comatose characters inside of VR systems. So, interesting. Female character as a protagonist. That's another kind of unique thing for an isekai. Excited? She looks beautiful. Sure. I love her. I love the character design. I'll, I'll, I'll be curious to see who's working as the character designer. Is she an elf girl? Yeah, it looks like her. She got little elf pointy ears. Does it list who's the character designer? No. Oh, right there. I... Uh, Kaho Daguchi. Well, there's like three people. Wow, three people doing character designs. That's interesting. I've seen two before, not three. Toshihide Masudate, Eddie Kojima, and Kaho Daguchi. I'm guessing they have multiple character designers because they're working with multiple races in this particular show. That I know that that's a thing. And one of them is done um, by the grace of God's character design. One has done... Let's see. That one hasn't done any character design work. Oh, I'm standing on a million lives. They did the character designs for that one. And the last one has done. Mm. Yeah, the, the sexy commando Gaiden. Ooh, <laughs> and sex hypnotist Zero, <laughs> and Populous Rose. This person does nothing but hentai character designs. I was getting ready to say, is that a hentai guy? Oh, there you go. In in another world, with my smartphone. Uh, technically, another hentai in some regards. <laughs> Elf Princess Rane, a blood shadow. Hmm. I wonder what this show is going to be about. Oh, cutie honey. A little etchy in there. But yeah, 
Cool stuff, though. Hope, hope they pull off that art style. Cool stuff, though. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. All right. Uh, exciting news for Chris. The Misfit of Demon King Academy is getting a second season. It will be a split yeah. core with Silverlink returning as a studio. Excited? Yes, definitely. That I was, really, was... really, really did enjoy that show. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun one. Really love the Sundetti in that one. I kind of miss her. Uh, another definitely one exciting. Ex- I definitely excited about that one too. You excited about the next one too? Yep. Did you watch the first season? Yes, I did. You cheater! <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. The Devil's a Part Timer is getting a second season with returning cast. So yeah, good stuff there. That 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 is one of my very few uh, uh, piles of shame right there. I I I would say definitely, especially it's technically uh, one of like the best. Uh, the most highly rated comedies of all time in anime. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I would say it's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen, but it's definitely a funny show, and it is one of those that once you once you watch it, you go, you look back, and you're like, yeah, I I understand why everybody was really wanting us to watch it, and 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 it is it is worth the time. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those ones where if you look up uh you know the best anime comedies, most every list is going to have it in there, and that's that's a good telling sign of a good comedy is that a lot of people acknowledge it because comedy is so subject subjective, and to have so many people that come to an agreement on it definitely tells you there's something fantastic about it. I but- would I would put it on about the same level as. Comedy wise, I would say probably around the same area as uh, is the Order of Rabbit when it's a really solid when it you know they're they're solid episodes of funny, um, where so it is it is a solid funny show, um, but it's not like you know constant rolling on the floor laughing all the time. It's it, it doesn't get anywhere near that. I mean, it has it has too many moments where it's like trying too hard for its its comedy in a lot of cases in in other situations it's like it's it's trying too hard to be um do its longer running joke for a lot of a lot of, which is basically the the devil is in a world and he has to make his his way that that's the whole point and that's the joke and it's the long running joke of the entire season yeah, my other my other comedy that's in my pile of shame is Bento. That's definitely one that I have to eventually get around to watching. <laughs> that one is one that I I heard it was funny, but it's like it doesn't look funny. <laughs> I I can already see the joke, and it's like I don't know. It doesn't. I mean, once I see the joke, I it. it but but then again, I mean, when uh, what was that? That one Kanye show guy... is literally that that's the joke and they somehow pull it off every time. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me that a, a joke like that can, you know, have legs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's also Gintama. <laughs> there's also Gintama. Gintama, Gintama, Gintama <laughs> is a reason for that one. That It's just because it's a long running show. It's not necessarily that we don't want to watch it. Yeah, it is. It is one of those ones where like. I have that list of shows where, okay, and technically it is my current situation. Now that I have the time, that has to be tackled at some point. Like, I have to tackle that at some point to get it get it out of my system. <laughs> it just has everything. And, and, of course, that a lot of that has to do with its 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 ability to mess with parody. 
That is a, a, a very parody-ridden show. I think that they were talking about recently they did a huge parody on Dragon Ball, which I think that'll probably be huge. So, yeah. Good stuff, though. If there's something on your list of shame that I'm going to poke at you, is it's it's down at the bottom of this, uh, this outline that it, it, it's almost like, Andrew... It's available. Go watch. <laughs> mm, not sure which one you're talking about. You'll, you, we'll, we'll talk about it when it pops up. Gotcha. Oh, Ajime no Ippo? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, gotta think of a show that Chris is big on that we'd want that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. That's that definitely not on the high of my personal list unfortunately <laughs> i know that's not high but you'll you i think that you'll you'll once you've watched it you you kind of change the way you feel about it. it because it doesn't look like it should work in any way shape or form but it actually does very well it is such yeah. a solid show it is the, it is underdog if you ever seen one <laughs> yeah I, I might still do it but this this is one of the situations where when you see an announcement like this of a show that hasn't been around for a long time and it suddenly gets a sequel you're like surely since this is getting a sequel spice and wolf right <laughs> like there's every time this happens it's like man spice was next right that's the next one that's going to get the the next season right oh it's so sad it's always so sad I don't know why they don't bank on that. Anyways, <laughs> moving on, we have Day Day Live for anime. It's going to be debuting in October. Uh, here's the funny thing: you remember that the that they've been changing studios every season, right? I think we talked about that when the third season came out. We had I- AIC Plus Plus did season one. Production IMS did season two. JC Staff did season three, and now Geek Toys is going to be doing season four, <laughs> which does technically scare me. I mean, Geek Toys is is I, I need to see how well they did Day Day Bullet because they they apparently did that. Um, but I'm curious to see how well they handled is Day that. Day Bullet even available? No, because it's a movie, and that typically is not available easily. That's 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 what I was gonna say. I didn't even know that it was available. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if it was a movie or of an OV, uh, ONA or OVA. No, it's a film. See, I'm I'm curious how well they handle that because technically Geek Toys is not a good studio. It's a very new studio, but it 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 it's been a studio that has not really produced you know high quality stuff. So I like I said, I'm curious to see if. Maybe they're getting a better budget with Day Day Live, and they'll be able to pull off a better quality series. I don't know. Like, I, what all we really have to work with with that studio is like, um, what was it? Uh, mm, I'm forgetting the the shows. <laughs> I I, I should have wrote them down. I forgot. Uh, Rewrite, I think, was one of them. Uh, Plunderer was another one, and again, Plunderer. Not a terrible looking show, but it did have a lot of issues with like wonky character designs and stuff. So we'll see. That's that's definitely a that's an up in here for me. Hensuki looked had an interesting style, but again, it, it you could see that they were kind of hiding a lot of it. They were hiding a lot of their struggle. So yeah. 
Uh, we have uh, The Greatest Demon Lord is Reborn as Typical Nobody Novel is getting a light novel adaptation. This one is in the, his past life. He was known as Demon Lord Varvatos, an all-powerful magic user and ruler. But he was lonely after the loss of his friend and loved ones during the, his rise to power. So in his dying moments, Varvatos casts a reincarnation spell so that he'd get a second chance at life by just being a normal guy. At first, yeah, it's not going to work out. <laughs> at first, it looked like it was going to work. He's reborn thousands of years later as a, a village ard, uh, a villager ard. Unfortunately for him, his memories are still intact, and he's not aware of just how much has been lost over the time he has spent not existing. And it looks like he is going to—it's going to cost him his normal life. He's going to become powerful again. You know it. <laughs> you can't stay normal. That's too boring. Um, I, that that one seems kind of interestingly curious. I'm guessing that's not a a reverse isekai, obviously, because he's talking about his... No, it sounds like Misfit of Demon King Academy. It's, it sounds like what yeah. it's going to end up being. Because, I mean, it has the same premise. He, he casts a spell to reincarnate himself. He wasn't happy with how things were going in the current time. Got reborn. Things are different. He's got to fix it. Not to say that's a bad thing, that it's similar. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that's. I think that's what they're going for. It'll be interesting. School, we'll see We'll see how that one works out. A school heroic fantasy novel. Let's see. We have Remake Our Life anime has new trailer and a July premiere. This one, the story centers around an ex-successful game director, Kyoya uh, Hashiba. His company goes bankrupt, and he ends up returning to his parents' home. He lies in bed uh, thinking about the successful creation of his or the sex, se- successful creators of his generation. When he opens his eyes, Kyoyo finds that he has gone back in time ten years to when he started college. He has the opportunity to remake his life, starting as a arts college student. He now lives in a four-person co-ed shared house. Koya has the chance to spend his formative years with creators he knows that will be famous in the future, but things might not turn out the way he expected. That actually sounds pretty cool. Interested? Sounds interesting. All right, uh, remake our life anime. Did I just say that one? Yeah, uh, you, you I skipped, skipped the other skipped. one. That's what it was. <laughs> I was wondering why you were highlighting that one. I was like, Andrew, way back over here. Uh, yeah, it was funny because I was I was actually watching the trailer for that while I was reading the other one. So I'm like, what in the world is going on in this plane? <laughs> There's people killing each other and stuff. <laughs> this is going to get dark real quick. <laughs> now, the Detective is Already Dead anime has a July premiere. The novel sits around uh, Kumihiko uh, Kimizuka, a third-year student, and uh, a third-year high school student, and former as- assistant of detective named Saista. He made Saista's acquaintance three years ago, ten thousand meters above the ground in a hijacked plane. Uh, the two went um, on one death-defying adventure after another for three years, and eventually ended with Saista's untimely death. Spoiler: uh, Left alone, Kimihiko tries his best to uh, reintegrate himself into the normal life. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Looks fun. Looks like excited. Well, I don't know that I'll be excited, seeing as how I've I, I just found out about a whole bunch of uh, 
murderous rampage on a on a PV that I have not seen, and I'm not going to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they necessarily showed anything, and it shows a really cute girl that looks like she's definitely your archetype running around tearing up stuff, and she's got a uh, little. She's got a. She's got a fine. little. I mean, out- she looks. The, the the character art the, in the little thumbnail looks cute, but come on. And she has kind of a a very subtle goth lolly to look to her. Animation all looks the fantastic. Blues. All the blues. Come on. Too many blues. The uh, visual style in the animation looks pretty incredible. I'm very curious how well they'll keep this up. What was this? Did they say the studio? Um... I mean, you're as far into it. You got to have a studio listed already. ENGI. Eh. Eh. I I think that they've done some pretty good stuff. Oh. Yeah, Izaki-chan wants to hang out. Full dive. Oh my gosh, she's freaking awesome. Kimono Michi, rise up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that studio can What's keep it up, silver? but we'll see. What's with this silver gun? Oh my gosh. This is freaking beast. I don't know. <laughs> I knew you like it. It looks it looks amazing. Hopefully hopefully they have some good backing on it to pull that out. We'll see though. Very interesting director though. All he has is is character designer and chief animator for Uzaki Chan wants to hang out. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of flags on that that show, but it looks incredible on the PV at least. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see on that one. The guy from uh, 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 Boonies, he's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Arakawa under the bridge. Which one was that? That was a comedy show. That's another one that I really need to watch. But Boonies, he, that that does have some solid uh, action here and there. Mm. 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 But it also has a lot of wonkiness to it, though. That was one that when I, right. when I did my video of it, I had to hide a lot of the screenshots because it just looked really bad <laughs> in action. Well, it might, it might be more along the lines of focusing on the action scenes and then letting all the other scenes kind of get, get thrown to the wayside. I don't know. It, it, that's it, fine, this Chris. Is you more, can keep your hope more. in there. That's fine. No, keep going. <laughs> I don't. I, it, it, that's more. That's more of the series scripts, though. That he's he's doing series scripts, not necessarily yeah. action stuff. Just kind of piecing things together. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I I'm. I I actually I came a long way from. I don't want to see anything having to do with this to being kind of hopeful for it. I, that that oh, all because of a badass. The PV was a, yeah, yeah. The P- <laughs> PV was pretty beast. <laughs> what the heck is this? This picture though is the are these characters that are just weren't shown in the PV? Well, as the synopsis said that you probably didn't hear or that I messed it up so terribly, it talks about him being on the plane with this kind of senpai basically and that she's eventually going to die and then he's trying a normal life so the key art's probably him 
with some new girl that he meets when he's trying to restart his life. Oh, we okay. All, we all know she's probably not dead. Probably good chance that she's not dead. I don't know. She ha- she's standing in a circle of blood. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. So probably probably faked her death at some point. You have to do and that kind of stuff at hair. some point. And no, change her no, eye color she, and her hair color. No, I don't think that's her. I think that's somebody else. <laughs> it's probably somebody that probably hates her because she killed her parents or something. We'll see. Banished from the yeah, Heroes I, Party I freaking, anime. I freaking love her. I freaking love her. I'll, I'll admit that. I'll be watching it specifically for her. <laughs> and then when she dies, he'll just stop watching it. Yep. In the first Dump episode. Dump it like a, like a pile of hot rocks it is. And then I'll have to tell him later, uh, you should probably keep watching it, because, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say that she's still alive, but I think I told you she's probably still going to be alive. Banished from the Heroes Party, anime <laughs> to debut in July. So that's, uh, that's another exciting one. I think we've talked about that a couple times. Red was once a member of a Heroes Party, a powerful group of uh, destined to save the world from evil forces. Uh, that is when a comrade kicked him out, hoping to live his easy fa- uh, life on the frontier. Red's new goal is to open an apothecary. However, keeping the secret uh, of his former life may not be simple as he thinks, especially when the beautiful Rit, an adventurer from his past, shows up and asks him to move with it. Uh, asks to move in with him. That'd be fun. I'm like a lot of these fantasy type setting worlds where it's not any sekai. It's a good, nice little change. Uh, WAO wait, wait, Corporation. Wait. Huh? I was I I was a little bit lost of Rit. Beautiful Rit asks him to move in with him, or asks to move, or Rit. Move in. The beautiful Rit asks to move in with the main character. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so confusing. He was going to enjoy a normal life, and then this chick from his venturing past comes up and says, Hey, what's up? Can I live with you? Yeah, that makes more sense. Because, like, the, anime? The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things <laughs> things were things got a little bit confusing. That is definitely not a male character in any way, shape, or form. Nope. Nope. Those are typically not on male characters. I mean, it, it can be. It can be, but typically not. Uh, yeah. WA Corporation, WAO Corporation, or WOW Corporation, announced a new theatrical anime titled Tongari Atama no Gonta Futatsu no Namai o Ikita Fukishima Hisai Inu no Managatari. Or uh, Pony Headed Gonta, the story of two named dog in the Fukushima disaster. Which is a film that will be opening in 2022. Uh, Nakamoto's original book centers around a titular dog, Gonta, and his dog's owners. Uh, after Gonta is left behind reluctantly by his family in Namiya. 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 I don't know why I couldn't get the A out at the end. <laughs> Fukushima during the evacuation due to the 2011 uh, Tokuhito earthquake. Or, sorry, uh, Toku, who, Tokoku. Tohoku earthquake and tsunami disaster, Gonta's family rallies a rescue team to save all the pets left behind. That could be sweet. Yeah, that could be really good. Get get the story from his perspective. That would be interesting to see. 
I thought so. I thought so. So that'll be a, that'll be an exciting one to keep an eye out for. Unfortunately, a, a year away. <laughs> one chons have one chons have a, a a voice that doesn't get listened to very often. Yeah, sometimes for a good reason. <laughs> Para Para Days manga is going to be ending in its third and final volume. Uh, for those who don't know, that is from the manga creator of Bunny Drop. So if you're checking out that series. Definitely look forward to that. Hopefully he doesn't ruin the ending of that one like he did the other one. <laughs> I'm never going to let that one go. I don't think anybody's ever going to let that one go. Let's see. Uh, Gem Drops has dropped the first of two VR games based on Laid Back Camp's manga. Uh, this is uh, available on <laughs> iOS and Android, PS4, Switch, and Steam in Japan. I looked on iOS. I couldn't find it on there. I checked Steam. It is available on Steam for uh, the United States at least. So if anybody wants to check that out, it is available via PC. It looks pretty cool. I mean, that was technically what we've been talking about uh, all the time is this idea of whenever you watch the show, it kind of feels like you're there with them sitting down looking at the view. And now you can literally do VR to see the view. There you go. I don't have a VR setup, but I might check it out just on the PC and see how it looks. It looks. I did you? Did you, you get play VR games? Did you get Pepper and Wolf or whatever that one is? I know uh-huh. it's on the it's on the Switch's uh, 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 thing, wanna, but I for spoilers, I, I I've been kind of yeah, I've been kind of uh, avoiding it like the plague, mostly because of the VR thing. I I don't know how it would play without the VR, and that's. That's kind of why fantastic. I was curious as I was kind of curious as to whether or not you had done it to just, uh, tell me whether or not it was worth it. Yeah, it won't, it won't be immersive like VR, but you still be able to see it in first person view. But no, I've been avoiding it just because I don't want to see any spoilers in it. I still got to read the books. And one would assume, even though it might not be until later parts of it, or it might not sh- talk about anything, it's still going to imply things. And we talked about that. Implying things is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, exciting news as well. Rent a Girlfriend Season 2 will be airing in 2022. Like, it, it's exciting because it's it's still coming. <laughs> and I guess not really exciting because it's not coming until next year. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. It is what it is. Studio 4C film adapts uh, adaptation of uh, Nikuko of the Fishing Harbor novel will open on June 11th in Japan. That one looks kind of dorky. I don't know if you've seen the the trailer on that one. The Fishing Harbor? Yeah. No. Pretty good. It just seems like... It's a very... Very different style. I that yeah. looks almost like the um, Gazai Chan, Sazai Chan. Yeah, very very similar to kind of more classical. Oh no anime no type. no no no! This is uh, this is more. Uh, I'm trying to school, think of the other. Um, Don't I? Yeah, because because. Yeah, what her her standing on that that boat. Oh my gosh, that was gorgeous. Ay ay ay. Might definitely have to watch this one. 
yeah, looks good. I, I, hopefully somebody picks it up over here and uh, we get a, a theatrical release or a Blu-ray release of it. That'd be good. It's so funny. There's like one shot of it that looks kind of like Money or Totoro. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably were going for that. I had like the shot of the the bus stop, one with the umbrella, and then her standing beside her all big, just like uh, Totoro. Yeah, obviously that's what they're going for. <laughs> Uh, the official Twitter account for the new SSSS uh, Dina Zenon anime has announced a series for premiere in April. I told you guys that I wasn't going to talk about anything coming in April because we're going to have an episode next week. But I just did because I forgot to delete that one. But that's still cool because I'm excited for it. <laughs> I, I think anything coming out of Trigger for SSSS series is going to be a definite watch for me because I loved Gridman's SSSS from Trigger. One of the few Trigger shows I really liked. Mushishi. Manga is getting a new short in Kodansha's Afternoon Magazine on March 25th. So I think it's the first time in like seven years since they've had a Mushishi. So that's that's exciting. I, I wish that it's gonna, get adapted. I don't know that I would want a Mushishi that's a short, though. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it it might just be you know while he's on the road and quick fixes for everybody. Not but... a short anime, a short manga. I don't know if I uh... said that wrong, but <laughs> just a manga. <laughs> I might have just heard you wrong. It's okay. I think the idea is that it's not doing like a full series of Mushishi again. They're just doing some some short stories of it. So cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, let's see here. Um, did I, I must not have opened these correctly again. That's fine. <laughs> Crunchyroll has launched a new beta site. So for those that, you know, hate the current site and say that they decide to pirate because of a stink, uh, how a website is laid out, uh, be excited that you no longer have to worry about pirating and you no longer have that excuse because you might like this new beta layout. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I just had it's just, it's a good it's a good joke. Come on, it's a good joke. It's a yeah. good joke. But yeah, it's uh, apparently featuring a new user interface, improved searching, and uh, user made crunchy lists. So I guess you apparently make your own lists. I'm not sure how that would be useful, but I guess you could. <laughs> I, was, I guess I was thinking about the same thing as like. Sure, that's that fixes all the problems that I've had with their stuff right now. So I mean, it's like go to YouTube. How, how many times have you gone to YouTube and you had a play? Like, you, say you just opened up a show and it was in a playlist. How many people actually sat through that playlist? Nobody does because there's like a million playlists out there and they're all filled with tons of videos. Nobody cares to. I okay. make playlists because it's easier gonna, to find my content, me- but still. Let me let me let me be clear on my because I was getting ready to say no I I use playlists because I do use playlists but they're usually not random user playlists I that's kind of not something I care for but um for like if stuff? I was to go yeah if, if I was going to your um uh to the Otaku Spirit playlist I would click on a playlist in Otaku Spirit that is made by Otaku Spirit um, that is specifically for a specific type of content that Otaku Spirit wants me to. That is catered for me. Yeah, I have a sense. I have a playlist for all the reviews. I have playlists for all the impressions. I have a playlist for discussions. Yeah, stuff like that. 
But I guess there's I – mean, YouTube's a little bit different also in the idea that you're technically doing that because there is the hope that somebody will be watching it and maybe step away for a second or it goes to autoplay the next video and they allow it. And then you get that next video automatically play rather than they get to the end of the video and then they go, okay, that ended. Let me go change to something else. This I, – I, I guess the, the, the nice thing about this will be like us, we can create a – Here's the, you know, shows that deserve more attention. You can make that playlist with Shoah and all that kind of stuff in it and then share it to somebody and say, hey, look, oh, you like comedy? Well, let me pop a couple into a comedy list and shoot it to you. That I technically does make sense. I think that is a, if that's the idea behind it, I think that's a cool idea. Because, like, they have a couple examples here, like uh, girls that just want to have fun. And it's just a playlist of why the hell Yukiuna is a hero is on that list. Anyways... <laughs> Hey guys, I have a playlist. It's called Girls That Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah, it's got, you know, Asobi. You know, that's fun. You know, Matsuri. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun. Uma Mozume. Oh yeah, also Yuki is a hero. Because girls just want to have fun. I think they just seen the key art and said, let me throw that one in there. You don't know what you're getting into if that's your idea. So it's, it's all... It's basically alternatives to your watch list as far as I can tell. Alternatives uh, to your know. watch list? Still, yeah, because like, um, like it's a one of the collection of titles. Yeah, so that you can go, okay, I, I should watch these soon. Um, so like a list of shame for yourself. Oh, you can't share I don't know. Them. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's like if 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 you can't share it, then there's no point to it. But if I'm, I'm assuming you're going to be able to share it out to people, so which I think would be cool. Yeah, at least uh, <laughs> I I I was going to say I guess this shows that Crunchyroll is still existing, but I'm like, no, this is something they've been working on for a long time. It doesn't really matter <laughs> to anything. Yeah, well, they they definitely have like okay for for they have in their examples they have. Um, you have your, the screen is set up and then you have your add to watch list and then right behind it, add to a crunchy list. And then in the list of crunchy lists, there's one that you can't see. Um, there's, I should watch these soon. There's a nostalgia, um, list. There's a started finish later. So basically something on your drop list that you really don't want to drop. It's just something that you need to watch at some point. And then one that says the good old days, which that should be in the nostalgia. Okay, I'm I'm being picky there, but yeah. And and then they have um then they have the next screen. They have uh, nostalgia list, and then all all the shows that they have in this particular nostalgia list. It's an interesting feature. So it it does seem like it's something that you can share out, but that seems to me that seems just pointless. I mean, you're going to be inundated with everybody's content list at that point. That's what I said. I mean, it, it, it is cool, the idea that you can have, like, if somebody were to ask me, hey, man, do you have some ideas for some comedies? It is technically nice, instead of just giving a text list, I can put together a cool little thing that I can throw to somebody and they go, oh, what's this? It's a link. They click on it and suddenly, like, it's right in front of them and they can start watching. They don't have to look for where I... it's streaming at. They know where to find it. It's there. If I was to say that I would want something, I, and this is a this is a 
Because I've kind of hinted at the idea before of basically making your own um I, I I hate to put it this way, but your own cartoon network. Where I could just say I want to watch this and it goes into a queue that I could just watch straight through. Does that make sense? So I could I could say I want um I want uh Hajime no Ippo on a list. And then, oh, I've got to catch up on the latest Hina Matsuri and it, because it's, it's in front of my face right now. So, <laughs> um, so it, it pops up on my list so I can still watch Hajime no Ippo, but it'll, but the next, it, it'll, it'll cue in at the same time Hina Matsuri. So, um, it will, it will, it will go back and forth between Hina Matsuri and, and Hajime no Ippo. And it'll still keep, keep track of the ones that I've watched so far. Or if I was kind of half paying attention, I can go back and, and get um, requeue an episode or two that I, maybe I walked away from the screen for a few minutes. So I basically have a, um, a cartoon network that works in my room, constantly playing the anime that I'm trying to watch right now. Yeah. But I think that's, that unfortunately is old time thinking, <laughs> you boomer. I know, I know it is. <laughs> it is one of those things where you kind of it, we're in the age of on demand, and so the idea of something like that is kind of backwards treading. You you just want to watch. Like for me, like here recently, I was like, okay, I need to get caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen. So, bam, I just binge right through it. I'm not going to really right. go on and, and I- go. I want to watch okay one episode of Jujutsu Kaisen and then one episode of Slime, so I can go back and forth to get caught up. It just it's a very niche no, thing. I, I mean, I understand and, like, and the idea of like the whole channel surfing idea that Hulu was trying to go for a while there, where, which was the idea of, you know, it, it automatically is going to throw you to the next show once you're finished. But I don't know that it and that's, necessarily and that's, fits in today's age. And that's that's kind of – no, and, and I agree. It is, it, is, it is backwards thinking, but at the same time, I think it's something that – can work if 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 these if these companies would kind of figure that out because it's not necessarily because i want i want um i want to specifically watch it this is more for the i want it in the background as background background noise that's something that i think kind of is missing from this whole everything on demand thing um yes crunchyroll does it Crunchyroll does do it to a point, like you said, Hulu does do it in another way. Um, it's kind of the idea of just shifting to the next episode, which it does do, um, but it doesn't do it either. It, it's I'm saying I want to curate my own channel, not necessarily. I think Pandora does it to, uh, but it's doing it with songs. I'm talking about doing the same effect with shows where I get bleach. I get I can make my own shonen channel because I want to watch um uh bleach and Naruto and and whatever have you. I just set up all these shows and that's my shonen channel. Yeah, but like the worst thing in that what you described is the idea of the background noise cuz I think that's like the and I, and I and I know a lot of people do that. I like I like the idea of having that background noise, but not a the idea of a TV show doesn't make any sense because what what happens is when you're 
not distracted and looking away from the TV, you come back and you have to rewind to rewatch what you miss because your background noise. And most and that, people, and that, unless it's a show they've watched before and they just want to have it play in the background, that makes sense. But it doesn't make sense to somebody actually wanting to watch the show and know what's happening. And that's and that's what I was saying. Uh, something where you could go back and say, "I I missed this this these these episodes. I I need to get those back into the list." Because yes, I agree with you, and that's why I said that specific thing of going back and saying, "I missed this episode." Click click click. Make it go back into my queue. So it goes back into the queue. You don't necessarily miss it. You can come back and watch those later, um, and they they just go through the list again, or it, but yes, like I said, like you were saying, I do agree with the whole idea of episode, particularly shows that I've already watched. Like I would love to make a, uh, a go and watch bleach again, but I don't necessarily want to necessarily watch it. I just want it there because I love bleach and, and there's so many scenes in there where I could go. Yeah, that was just freaking awesome. Do it again. Each go. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, but I don't necessarily need to watch the entire show again. Yeah, because we were, we're over here. We're rewatching through pretty much all the Dragon Ball stuff, and right now we're like, we just got to the Android arc, and yeah, I've seen that popping up on the list lately. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a lot of like every time the OP and ED hits, we have to go over there and skip through it, and then when the episode ends, we have to skip the ED and then go to the next episode. How, we, how did you... It would be so nice to, to be able to binge that going without... With it automatically skipping all the intros and outros would be nice. You have... you got to tell me how you got through the snake road. You've got to tell me how you got through the snake it road. Wasn't I as, always it wasn't up, as long as we thought it was. I, that, that was I, my I always conclusion. End up getting it wasn't stuck. as long. It, I always get stuck on the snake road section. I never finished the snake road. <laughs> that was what was funny is I, I, I totally thought it was literally years and years worth of content, but it wasn't really that as long as I remember it being. Huh? Yeah, I want to say that I always get to the some to a part in Snake Road where he meets a bunch of ladies or something like that, and it it seems like yeah. that's the last of the Snake Road episodes that I watch, and then. But and I've never. Yes, I know this is on my pile of shame, and it's I blame it on Snake Road. I've never actually seen the Namek section. <laughs> oh, it was so funny because I I couldn't remember half of that that whole thing. Yeah, but I've uh, the Planet Vegeta and and Namek. I've never actually technically watched. I those are the two sections, and I blame it on Snake Road. And I've and and Android the Android part is where I've picked up and gone. So I know there's a, a few arcs in there that I've missed, and everybody will make fun of me now. I am not a true Dragon Ball Z fan. I know I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was so funny because we just got through Trunks, uh, tr- uh, Future Trunks showing up for the first time, and it was like I don't remember him taking that long to kill them. <laughs> it's like I thought it was really <laughs> quick. Like, like he like just shows up and says, "What's up, guys?" Bam, gone. And and I told Bobby, I'm like, I totally remember how, I, I want to remember how ex- insanely confused I was at this point. Because you have to remember, that was the point in which we just got our first Super Saiyan. Literally the first time a Super Saiyan ever appeared, Goku becomes a Super Saiyan. And it's like, not even like five episodes later, out of nowhere this dude shows up 
and we know that Talking there's only it. there's only two Saiyans left and a half Saiyan, and then suddenly I know where there's a new Saiyan here, and he's a Super Saiyan, and he's he's got to be stronger than Goku. He's not only not only not only is he Super Saiyan, he's Super Saiyan two. I didn't really specify two at that point. And then we find out there's a there's Vegeta had gotten to Super Saiyan, and he found. And he already was Super Saiyan 2. He found out about Super Saiyan 2.5 or Super Saiyan 3, but he didn't like Super Saiyan 3, so he stuck with Super Saiyan 2. I know I'm spoiling the crap out of everything. <laughs> well, the funny, the funny thing that I've, I've noted that since I was, us watching through it all is like the funniest thing about the, the lore of Dragon Ball as a whole is that they can never stay consistent with the we're the only Saiyans left. They can, they just can't do it. They, there's always going to be some well, random Saiyan, Saiyan popping up out of nowhere. And oh yeah, by the way, Brawly still exists. <laughs> it's like, wait, I thought that oh, was yeah. the only two. That, I the, Brawly, Brawly is a, I, and I really, really want to go go and watch the new Brawly movie. Um, because Brawly was such a fascinating character because he is literally based on the quote unquote lore. Um, because of the fact that he is the legendary Super Saiyan versus an actual um, Saiyan that – because they did specifically um, d- made made him dis- distinct from what Goku was. And and it was such a fascinating uh, thing to, in just Brawly's um, lore in himself. He, he is a, a really interesting character. But no, we, we watched the Brawly movie and it was – I – it was interesting to see how much outrage the backstory was of Goku because they did technically change it. Like the original, because we, we, we recently went back and watched, you know, the original Dragon Ball Z and got that backstory of Goku leaving planet Vegeta. And it doesn't match up with the new Broly movie for sure. I mean, it one, I mean, er, what is, what does every single person say when they show up? Oh, Kakarot! They sent you when you were a kid because you were so weak to Earth to t- you know take care of it because you were so weak. And then what happens in the Broly movie? They uh, they do it in secrecy. They knew what was coming, and so they took Goku and sent him in secrecy. Whereas oh, really? the original work, the original work said that they sent him their their group sent him because he was so weak. Whereas the Bra- new Broly movie is saying the parents did it to hide him. They did the whole super, uh, this, the whole uh, super, super, uh, Superman thing. So, yeah. I wonder. I wonder Probably if there's, is I wonder if I like there's something. I wonder if there was something that got got missed in the translation because I. No, they specifically show it in both cases. They specifically show it. Yeah, because I. It seems like um, if I remember right, the whole with the original Brawley movie. He was he was born on the same day as Brawly, but Brawly was in, in a specific was I think born first, and so he got the quote unquote um, uh, legendary Super Saiyan status. Whereas no, his his power was so high they didn't they didn't want him to basically take the limelight away from Vegeta. Vegeta the prince was just born as well, and they were like, no, Vegeta needs to be. He's overshadowing Vegeta. Vegeta. I thought Vegeta was was born in the the royal line, and that's why he had the ability to have Super Saiyan later. 
Um, he yeah, doesn't that's, that's necessarily the, that's get. The, that's the legend. Right. But his his but Vegeta's dad specifically goes, get rid of this guy. He's going to be more powerful than my son, basically. When, now, was that in the original movie or in the new movie? I don't know if that was in the original movie. In the, in the new movie, that's that's what they do. Okay, I'm talking about the original movie. I have not seen the new movie. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't. Um, I don't well, I, I I haven't watched the original. I haven't watched the original movie yet. I just I'm just going based on what was in the new movie and what was in the and, Dragon Ball Z TV series. Now, now to be fair, okay, this has been a long time since I watched the movie. So if you remember something else about the movie, okay, I got gotcha. you. You're probably right. I'm just saying, as far as I remember, um, Brawly and uh, Kakarot were born on the same day. It was some kind of a special uh, legendary Super Saiyan born day. That's why Kakarot has the ability to have legendary or to to become a Super Saiyan is because he was born on that day. He just didn't have it unlocked because legendary Super Saiyan status which is what Brawly is, was born at, at a specific time. And they were both born at the same time. It's just Kakarot was like a half a second late. And so... Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember any of that stuff. So, yeah, Like I said, more, this I was in... This, this was all in the original movie, as far as I remember. Now, they sent Kakarot away. Now, it going by what you were saying about the whole... Um, they sent you to Earth because you were weak makes sense if they were expecting Kakarot to be a Super Saiyan and he was not born as a Super Saiyan. And then Brawly came later and then all that craziness. Now, why he went to Earth, I don't know. I don't remember. That's I just remember hell broke loose when they started fighting each other. Yeah. It, well, I, I guess technically I did like the movie overall, though. I mean, despite the fact that it changes things, it kind of goes back to my whole thought process of it, it. It's not as if the original movie doesn't exist anymore and the original lore doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it, it, it's more funny to me that they, that they would change things like that. But I think it turned out to be a cool movie. I mean, it gave it gave Brawly a lot of really good build as a character that I don't think was... I don't remember being much in the original, so... But yeah, I haven't, I I haven't love, watched the original I so would long. Love, so. I would love to go back, and I, I do intend on going back and watching Brawly anyway. Um, I, I, I don't think – I think I only caught cl uh, clips of Bio Brawly, and that one is the one where I think everybody kind of dumped on Brawly for whatever reason. Do what? They kind of got tired. They ended up not liking Brawly mostly because of Bio Brawly, I think. Oh. Uh. Meaning, kind of like, kind of like Dragon Ball GT ended up where it kind of went off of the side and didn't, and nobody really liked it. Let's see here, because I didn't. I wonder I, if that's even written by by uh, what's his face. But no, I still stand by the idea that I, I think that the way that GT ended was was pretty cool. Like it actually did make sense to the overall story. Whereas I don't the the tournament for Super was really boring. <laughs> it was really boring. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Wow, we're getting sidetracked again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Crunchyroll's got playlists now. <laughs> 
Uh, Funimation is going to be screening Violet Evergarden movies, uh, or the movie, which is going to be screening in U.S. and Canada on March 30th. So I'll see if I can I'll see if I can find that near here, since I'm now closer to places that actually have anime in theaters. <laughs> That'd be fun. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll let people know that way they can hit me up if I'm in the area. That'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Tubi TV adds Dr. Slump, One Piece, Saint Seiya, Hades, uh, Toriko, Gigigi no Kitaro, Slam Dunk, and Saint Seiya, Sentia Show. Crunchyroll has added the first three Urasai Yatsura films to its catalog, as well as Hajime no Ippo, Love Hina Again, Fatal Fury Anime, Room Camp Special Episodes, Tales of Symphonia, uh, Tetsujin 28, Like the Clouds, Like the Wind, and Nutcracker Fantasy. So good stuff. And I guess, like I said, Chris is going to be suggesting Hajime no Ippo. I would probably suggest the Urusai Yatsura series. Uh, I'm going to probably check out the Room Camp, room camp uh, special episodes as well. More laid back camp. So yeah, good. it's... Yeah, that definitely Hajime no Ippo. I I do intend on going back and catching up on um, Urusai Yatsura. Um, I do love the fact I seen uh, Symphonia pop up there. I'm curious as to going ahead and watching that so I can finally get that part of my story uh, out of my mind so I don't have to worry about that. I'll probably never end up getting to actually play that game, and I still really want to finish that story. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Hatsumiku is getting an original anime series. Excited. This was announced by Krypton Future Media. So hopefully that uh turns Ooh. out to be a solid one. Is that um is that uh Monochrome? Hatsumiku is not Miss Monochrome, no. No, I know. I'm talking about <laughs> Krypton. <laughs> They're the ones that make a lot of the Vocaloid stuff, yes. Or they own the Vocaloid property. Uh, apparently they, they told this to date, uh, deadline deadline says the project will enter the story of the Miku verse that will combine live action animation, uh, animation and music. Uh, it's a modern entertaining story with all exciting new look for Hatsune Miku. Uh, let's see. I think that's all they have. Let's see. I'm not sure. I'm not, not too sure about the whole live action thing. I'm, I'm curious if that'll be similar to that that dino show where they had like live action stuff and then the animation stuff like kind of spliced through an entire episode. Who knows? It'll, it'll probably be like an animated series of Miku and then suddenly out of nowhere, it's like Miku Dayo and he had the Miku Dayo thing drop, you know, going through a office space or something like that and, and terrorizing office workers. <laughs> I, they've done that a lot in the past. It's a, it's a very Japanese variety show type of thing to do. We'll see, though. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Hayao Miyazaki, uh, that thing that th- he's apparently doing an anime film. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows about that. Uh, that one that was called How Do You Live? Uh, apparently, it's half finished. <laughs> After how, how long ago was it that they announced this? It, uh, yeah, almost uh, two years ago. But I'm actually uh, impressed. I 
he's still going at it, and I, I'm actually, I, I do get a, 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 a kick out of the ironically named "How do you live?" <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of always got the pen to the paper, obviously. Good on though. That's, I mean, I'm technically surprised that even though it is, I joke about the 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 length of time that it has been. It, it, it technically halfway done is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's no, it's no Evangelion wait time here. Yeah, it says back in 2019, uh, it was 15% completed. So, yeah, that's not, that's not too bad. I mean, that's that's technically because that was December, so that would be a year and three months to get from 15 to half. That's, that's decently quick. Uh, let's see here. Rise of the Shield Hero second season is going to premiere in October and is going to be streaming on Crunchyroll, which we kind of assume that. Uh, I know we, we talked a little bit about the idea of Crunchyroll not picking up new licenses because of the acquisition. Uh, but this is this is definitely going to be another one of those cases where this is probably something they already had lined up prior to the, the, the buyout. So there you go. At least we'll have something to watch in October on Crunchyroll. <laughs> <laughs> uh if it if it lasts that long. If if we don't go to funimation.com slash crunchyroll to see it just so that they can get around that. <laughs> uh Death in Request game is gonna get have a Switch version to launch in the West on April twenty seventh, so fans of that and the Switch in general can look forward to some anime RPG action on their Switch. Uh, the dub sounds horrific, so I'm not sure that I would even bother. <laughs> uh, Mappa has revealed it, that they are working on a new original anime based around water polo. Uh, it's called Remain, R-E hyphen Main, M-A-I-N. Uh, apparently the Tiger and Bunny head writer Masaf- uh, Masafumi Nishida will be working as the co-creator. So fans of Tiger and Bunny can probably be excited about that alone yeah i'm not sure if uh water polo is probably the last sport i would say that i would be interested in anime based off of but that's cool maybe they can ride on the the wings of of uh free and be successful we'll see though we'll see how that turns out uh mappa is probably gonna do an incredible job so no matter how uh how you can look at it at least it's probably gonna look really amazing Hopefully they don't CGI the water and characters in water. <laughs> uh, Tokyo Mew Mew New anime is set to premiere in 2022, and Andrew is sad face. Yeah, gotta... it's only a, it's only it's only three quarters of a year away. Three quarters of a year away. I've been waiting since like 2004. It's okay, Andrew. It's okay. It's closer. It's closer than it is far away. You're you're very right. That's very half glass full. <laughs> uh, see here, Arya Crepuscolo screening has revealed that they have a new anime lined up called Arya the Bened. Oh, I hate these names. Benedizione. <laughs> it will be the third and final project in the Blue Curtain Call series, which includes, of course, Arya the Avenir and Arya the Crepusculo. Crepusculo. Something like that. So. Cool don't stuff. Speak, I don't speak that language, so. Yeah, what is that language? It's like 
I think it's Italian, but I'm not even going to say it's it's Italian because somebody's probably going to say. No, it's it's (laughs) Austrian. Or is it Greenland? It might be Greenland. You know somebody's going to go, oh, it's it's such and such. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to claim I know. I think it's Italian. I don't know. I'm still trying it's, to learn Japanese. It's, it's, Give me a break. <laughs> I'm finally a, doing good with romance, the pronunciation. It's, it's a romance language. Some one of them. <laughs> one of those tea sipping languages over there. I don't know. God. No, it's not necessarily tea sippy, but it's, it's, it, yeah. Don't look into it too hard, Chris. It's a joke. Not. I'm not, I'm not looking into it because I don't know what it is. I don't even care. I I pronounced it wrong. I I know I did. I didn't Love even life. pronounce it. So <laughs> we should run away from this conversation. Love Live Superstar <laughs> anime to premiere in July. So fans of Love Live, the new Superstar series, will be shooting off in July. Exciting stuff. I don't know why I had that in there twice. Uh, okay. The girl from the other side manga gets a feature length original anime DVD project. I'm actually pretty excited about this. It's got a very... So I I don't know what triggered me to do it. I, I think I was just trying to fill up my uh, cart on right stuff at some point, And I threw in, uh, I think, the first two mangas of the girl from the other side. It, it, it was about the same time that we were watching um, Ancient Magus' Bride. And so it had a kind of a similar look and appeal as that show. Um, it has a very unique style to it. And like I said, it does definitely have a similarity to... I guess technically it's more... Now that we've seen... Um, uh, Somali in the Forest Spirit last year. I guess technically it fits that mold better than Ancient Magus' Bride. Because Ancient Magus' Bride, he buys her to be his bride. Whereas Somali in the Forest Spirit's more... You know, random young girl with some weird spirit thing helping her. And this has that similar kind of setting, I believe. But yeah, looking at what studios kind of adaptation of that style is very interesting. I'm I'm very curious if it, if this is just more of a rough sketch idea, or if the PV is actually what they're going for. But it looks it looks very interesting. Are you seeing the animation parts yet? No. No, it's like thirty seconds into it. Yeah it it looks it looks pretty interesting. Definitely, I mean, based on what I've seen of the the manga itself, it kind of it kind of fits that mold, going a very kind of very soft, sketchy look, not very solid looking. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe you can explain it better. Yeah, the uh, DVD will be bundling with the bonus volume of the manga oh, that will crap. ship on March tenth, twenty twenty two. Wow, that's a ways away too. <laughs> oh. That's freaking awesome. I love it. Very interesting, huh? Oh, yeah. That's uh, like, similar to um, Kaguya. Um, the way... Uh, what? The Ghibli movie. Oh, yeah. Teleprincess Kaguya. Yeah. It's very similar to that. It's hand-scratched. Hand uh, there's a lot of... It looks like some charcoals are in there. Yeah, it's almost got like the gorgeous. Sh- it almost as if the shading kind of shifts with it too. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. But that's a year away, also, unfortunately. So 
So why are you teasing hopefully. me with stuff like that? You're so hopefully, mean. Uh, I didn't see the date. I didn't see the date. Uh, this is another interesting thing as well. Uh, Katakawa streamed a promo video for Kaiju Iro no Shima. This one's the rough translations Monster Colored Island or uh, Shilit Colored Island. But the promo itself is to promote a manga that is upcoming for its first compilation volume. So it's kind of similar to, you know, other things like Ancient Magus Pride that we just talked about and um, uh, Kakushigoto, where they have these studios do like a promo anime to promote the source material, not adapt the source material, uh, which I guess technically does the same thing, but... Yeah, the the PB looks gorgeous. The characters look great. Um, tan girl, best girl as always. But <laughs> yeah, I see. <laughs> looks a tan like a girl. Yuri. Looks like a Yuri is, show. Is 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 um? Do I see some freckles? I I I. It seems like I'm catching freckles, but I I can't tell. It's mm, the first yeah. the first clip yeah, of her. So. The first the first clip of her. She has uh, blush, so I can't really tell if she's actually freckly or not. And then. Every one of the other pictures are kind of farther away from her, so. Yeah, I don't think she's freckled. But, um, yeah, they, it was very interesting. Like I said, it looks, it's very, very Yuri-ish. Uh, oh, yeah, very, 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 very Yuri. <laughs> very, uh, very close up and, and, and heavy breathy in the later parts. Looks really good, though. Oh, I, like, I like the style of it. Slaps. We're getting slaps everywhere. Yeah, get a little, get a little drama. Get a mix, a little, sprinkle a little drama in there. Uh, it says, whoa, 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 whoa. Hattori why are we Marissa blowing C. people away? Are we supernatural in this? Now people are flying. The heck's going on here? The manga says around two girls, no. Kon Shigawa has left her island home, and Fuko, uh, Furuka Hitoto has come from the city to the island. Kon offers. Uh, often hangs out at the Monster's Hole, a seaside cave that is said to be home of t- to a monster. One day, heading to the cave, Kon spots Furuka standing atop a seaside cliff. Yeah, and definitely then, no, definitely no, no freckles on that really, really, really close up screen. Uh, so, yeah, my hopes were dashed for a fr- freckles character. Well, hopefully, hopefully, we'll get a full adaptation. Looks good. Not for any particular reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I said, I, I, I want to be very clear. It is not an anime adaptation of the manga. This is a, a brief PV promotion for the compilation of the manga. So, yeah. Oh, so it's it's manga bait in the most extreme version. <laughs> it's it's literally a commercial. It is literally a commercial. Literally. Uh, really exciting news. I know we've already kind of had a confirmation that Zombieland Saga was going to come back for a sequel, but Zombieland Saga Revenge has been uh, revealed to be April 8th. I, I, I did it again. I told you guys that I wasn't going to say things that are coming in our preview that we're going to have next week, but I couldn't help it. Uh, VV Fluorite Eyes also is going to be in April. And I did it again. Darn it, I keep doing it. I'm super... Man, April... Ugh, spring is going to be insane. Spring is going to be absolutely bonkers. 
and we're going to talk about it next week. It's going to be exciting. I think this next preview is going to be insane. Are you excited for it, Chris? I'm always excited. Super excited. Hey, something that caught me completely off guard. Uh, Pacific Rim anime apparently has been released on Netflix. I did not know this was happening, but apparently that's what I'm doing today is watching that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Pacific Rim The Black anime series. It is on Netflix now. I believe it's six episodes. Very, It's not very long. But um, yeah, I've been kind of excited to check that out for some time now. Uh, not that I was a big fan of Pacific Rim, the, you know, the, the actual original Pacific Rim. I did like it for the fact that it was very anime inspired. And the funny thing at the time was that everybody was going, this needs to be an anime. And they apparently did it. And I think the other thing that got me, has me more excited to watch this is that it's done by Polygon Pictures as well. So I am a big fan of Polygon Pictures and their CG work. So... I'll be checking that out today as of this recording and hopefully have a video up soon on my thoughts on it. Thankfully, it's not too long, so it won't be like High Rise where I had to spend an entire day watching that. <laughs> uh, yeah, be excited. Be super excited. Uh, Netflix also revealed uh, Yasuke anime, which is going to be a six episode length show. Uh, it's going to be premiering on Netflix on April 29th. It is being done by Studio MAPPA. And it is in a war-torn field Japan filled with mechs and magic. The greatest ronin never known. Yasuke struggles to maintain a peaceful existence after a past life of violence. But when a v- local village becomes the centers of social upheaval between warring uh, daimyo, Yasuke must be take up his sword and transport a mysterious child who is the target of a dark forces and bloodthirsty warlords. The story of Yasuki, the first African samurai who actually served the legendary Oda Nobunaga will be released to the world. Looks good. Love the character designs. Yeah, I'm actually, I I don't know if we actually talked about this one, but I'm actually pretty dang excited for this one. The art style looks pretty incredible. And mm-hmm. if anybody can, if anybody can actually keep this kind of art style going, it's hopefully Mappa. <laughs> so yeah, definitely looking forward to talking about that one. That's another one I'll have to put on my calendar so I don't forget it and uh, let you guys know how that turned out. April 29th. Cool stuff, cool stuff. Uh, Megalobox 2, Nomad. Uh, I just said this. I'm not covering these anymore. It's April 4th. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. I thought I deleted all these. Uh, this was pretty interesting, Chris. <laughs> so Netflix has announced that it is working with Skydance and Production IG on an anime surrounding Terminator. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know why this is a thing. Production IG president and CEO Mitsu Hisa Ishikawa said, I asked my long-term, longtime friend and colleague Mamura Oshi what he thought about the idea of turning Terminator into an animated series. His response was, Ishikawa, are you out of your mind? <laughs> At that instant, I was confident we should get on board. 
<laughs> as huge fans, our team at Production IG is putting their heart and souls into creating this series. We hope fans will enjoy it. This is <sighs> this this can either be a uh, a studio destroyer or a studio um <laughs> definer. It'll yeah, it'll define it'll define a gener- a generation. Yeah. It, yeah, the little it, I don't know if they if they released this picture, but they have like a little picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger chasing like Doraemon and stuff. So I'm curious if if it's going to be like a skit comedy taking all of their properties and just throwing them into shenanigans with with the Terminator. Like it's not this is specifically the Terminator as a character, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, technically, Arnold Schwarzenegger is who made that character, but it's the concept of this, you know. Was it T nine thousand robotic neuronet processor? I then think up with the. Yeah, if you if you technically need an English dubber, I'm here. But the, the the guy from uh, the guy that did the voice of the goofy Arnold Schwarzenegger ripoff in uh, the the dumbbell, the dumbbells you lift, he he did a d- decent job of it. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's T eight hundred, by the way, if I remember right. It is. T-1000 was the liquid metal one. The T-1000. And then T-2000. T-2000 was the was the liquid one that was a chick, if I remember right. I don't know. I don't, don't, don't even ask me. You're, you're already going past my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, I never went into the, the, the other episodes. Yeah, I did not get very far. Just the first two. That's a that's a that's a series that I really really do want to catch up on, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think that they left the original lore at some point, and I don't know if I want to ever dig into the rest of it. <sighs> There's I my brain is being filled with possible titles for this podcast episode. I mean, it could it could be media, it could be related to my uh, YouTube con- uh, copyright issues. Or it can be any of the millions of jokes about Terminator getting related to anime. <laughs> Get to the studio. Mm-hmm. Be a sec guide if you want to live. <laughs> That's you a good to, one. If you, if, you want, if you want to live, go to another world. <laughs> be a sec guide if you want to live. Dominic, get down. Little stupid fat it. Dominate, leave the stupid fat it, man. I haven't done my Arnold voice in forever. We used to do puppets all the time, and I did an, an Arnold voice. And then at some point, it, it got messed up, because if you do puppets, you have to project your voice, and it's very hard for me to project my Arnold voice. <laughs> so I ended up just turning into something completely different. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm... I, I, I'm cautiously excited about that it definitely sounds like they're they're passionate at production ig and that's kind of what i'm looking for i'm not looking for a netflix or western company going man we need to an anime about terminator it's more exciting that the actual studios themselves is excited about it so yeah interesting very very interesting uh, let's see. Last bit that we have here is a bunch of licenses discotech has licensed uh michiri neko uh kikaishi Magic Girl Ore, Nyambo, uh, Kashimashi Girl Meets Girl, Sergeant Frog, and Dear Brother. Um, 
pretty exciting stuff, I guess. There's some, there's some, there's something that I remember. Uh, Magical Aurea did not work out for me, unfortunately. Uh, Dimpa has licensed it, uh, and this is so weird. I thought somebody had this already. Uh, March comes in like a lion manga. Uh, Dimpa has picked it up, so that's cool. Like I said, I thought that that was already a thing, but now we can finally get it over here, which is great because then. Doesn't seem like they want to continue that series, unfortunately. Uh, Seven Seas has picked up. J.K. Haru is a sex worker in another world manga. Uh, Tai Adi Deshita manga. The most notorious talker runs the world's greatest clan. Light novel manga. The NPC is in this uh, village. Sim game must be real. Light novel manga. Creepy Cat Neko to uh, Watashi no Kimyo... Na Sikatsu manga, uh, chilling in another world with my level t- with level two super cheat powers. I got caught up in a hero summon, but the other world was at peace. Manga, do you like big girls? Manga, time stop hero, level one demon lord, and one room hero, and head hunted to another world. Manga, or another yeah another world manga. The one that I actually want to look at was the Demon Lord and One Room Hero. Ten years ago, the Hero Max defeated the Demon Lord. In order to regain his powers, the Demon Lord went into a deep slumber. But when he awakens, his body is only a chibi version of a fearsome form. Now curious to see what his enemy is up to, the Demon Lord visits Max, only to discover the mighty hero living in a dirty one-room apartment. The Demon Lord decides to move in with Max and help his old enemy become a formidable opponent once more. Yeah. That's goofy. <laughs> Basically, lo- Lolly Demon Lord hanging out with Muscly uh, Hero and whipping him back into shape, I guess. That's very, very interesting. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Time Stop Hero. Just when Kuzuno uh, Sekai hits Brock Bottom in his life, he's transported into a video game fantasy world given the ability to stop time and control uh, with a game controller. Lifting skirt, stealing cash, escaping prison sounds like a pretty good deal, except for the catch. His ability to stop time allows him to stretch a moment into months. But in this world, regular flow of time where everyone else uh, functions. He only has three days to accomplish some goals that affect uh, that isn't specified. If he doesn't reach the goal before the world's three-day timer hits zero, he has no idea what his, uh, fate awaits him. Hmm. Very so weird. it sounds fun, and it sounds fun until you realize it's not fun at all. Type thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. There's a catch. <laughs> All yeah, right. I clicked on that one as well. So, yeah. Uh, the only other news is that we had a we had some announcements for Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, and that really frustrated me because they announced that the Yuffie DLC, but apparently it's going to be PS5 exclusive. So I am super mad about that, but that is what it is. And they're apparently doing a like a full compilation of the Final Fantasy VII stuff like everything final fantasy 7 related like dirge of cerberus uh that crappy smartphone game that never came to the west that 
basically covers like all the Turks and stuff. Apparently all that stuff's being remade into like a very Final Fantasy 15 chibi version-esque kind of uh, style. So, but it's going to be mobile only. So I'm hoping eventually when all the chapters come out, they'll do like a console version, Switch version, all that kind of stuff. That look really cool though. Yeah. That's it. That's all the news. That seems important to us. That should be important to you because it's important to us because it's important to you. We should probably quickly do some questions because we're running very long (laughs) because we chatted too much. Uh, I guess it's fine because we don't have too many questions and we need, we need people to start filling up the questions again. But yeah. You ready? Yes, do it. All right. But again, you go to talkspirit.com, go to the top as a contact us button, or you can go to the forums, meet some great people, and post your question there, or you can send it to Andrea at talkspirit.com, or you can send it to me on Twitter. There's plenty of ways that you can send in questions. Uh, like FMA15 did, said, uh, do you guys have do you have a problem with watching a movie or the second season of an anime if it comes out l- out after the first season finished airing a long time ago? For example, I want to watch the Violet Evergarden movie. But I don't think I remember enough about the show to understand what's going on. I'm going to try to read a quick summary of Violet Evergarden, but there aren't always recaps available for everyone or every anime like Kingdom. Do you have? Uh, do I just have an unreasonably bad memory or something? No, I'm, we, no. we forget shows like last season. <laughs> and we and, and and yes and no. Some some shows you do want to rewatch. Um, and other ones you kind of don't want to rewatch. Um, I like right now I'm technically working on actually <laughs> literally f- four cores of log horizon just so that I can watch this season of log horizon. So I, at the end of this season, I will have sat through five cores of log horizon. And I don't even remember if this season is going two cores or not. So then it'd be technically it single. It's single core, so I'm 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 going to be sitting through five cores of Log Horizon this this season. I'm already just about caught up. I'm almost done with um, uh, the second season of Log Horizon. No, there's a third season, or is that this one? This oh, one's the no. third season. Okay, this this is the third season. Yeah, you I remember the, me the, the yeah the problem is that the first two seasons were 25. If I'm correctly right. They're both yeah, two cores, and, they, and they're. And they're on literally two different platforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both they're both um, twenty five each. Yeah, so this 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 one, that was the kind of the interesting thing was that this one was a twelve episode, whereas the other one was were both twenty five. But now that that is that is my difficulty that and that's it. We, I don't think that you're unreasonably that's an unreasonably bad thing because we technically are so bad that we refuse to watch the new one because we want to watch rewatch the content to get refreshed on it. And I I think it's I think it's actually healthy and a good thing because one of the things that I struggle with the most, I mean Log Horizon is a great example. I mean technically I granted I think I only got through the first core of the second season and that's why I'm I mean I have a whole core that I still need to watch. But it, it's almost like I don't want to just jump into where I think I was at because it's been so long since I watched it. I don't think that if anything happens to the character, I won't have as much of an emotional connection because I just don't I'm not I don't I have to regain my familiarity to them. And if something happens, I don't feel like it's gonna be as impactful as it could be. 
And I think that's a that I think that's a good thing to have that mentality. You kind of need to have that perspective to work with. Now, granted, I think Violet Evergarden's a a slightly different situation because with Violet Evergarden, most of the, it's it it was it was episodic for like a good half of it. The rest of it was where you really get into the nitty gritty of the character that's going to be in the movie. So you do have a me personally, I see it being easier with that situation because you can probably just jump into, I don't know, probably about the eighth episode where it finally starts getting into the main character and what she's going through to help you refresh to get into the, to the movie. Whereas I think with Lock Horizon, you just have so, it's so not episodic that you have to kind of build into it so much. But yeah, that's, that's every, I mean, technically if, 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 you know, suddenly out of nowhere, Spice and Wolf decided to have a new season. I think everybody would be wanting to rewatch the first two seasons just before it comes out. You need those refreshers, especially if it's a longer break time. Yeah. And that's the sad oh, thing. We did even, that. even with a year, sometimes I feel like rewatching. Cool stuff, though. I, I, It is exciting to have that coming back. I hope it turns out to be as great as you as good for you as it was for us uh we really enjoyed the the first season it, it's funny because thinking back <laughs> the violet evergarden had so much negativity hitting it when it was not available to the west because all these people were pirating it and they were talking about how it wasn't that good and then like we had to wait and we had to sit on this this negativity for several months and then finally when it came out to the west on netflix to everybody it was like wait no this is a good show what are you talking about <laughs> What the hell are you guys talking about? What, what, what? Did you guys watch a different show? Did they fix something? <laughs> Maybe we get and we we do that a lot. It's like I don't understand that. I mean, but then that goes back into what, especially kind of similar to what what's in this next uh, next question of where where does the negativity come from? I really really would love to know. Where I mean. Even the show that isn't quite as much it, it, super awesome as other shows, it's like even then, it's like you can find something good to look at if you really want to. It's not it's not that hard. Yeah, some shows are just for entertainment value. People just just have fun. The world is blowing up around us. Have fun. <laughs> Oh, negative, negative Chris here. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, FMA15, for the great question. Uh, next one we have is Liam Calburn says, I was listening to, and I was listening and you was chatting about positive outlook you have. And that's why I can't wait for your shows. I was listening to a show that starts with an, I'll st- I'm not going to say what it is, uh, but didn't like how they were bad. They would bad chat and uh, with bad chat about shows I was enjoying, keep up the great work. Yeah. I that, This, again, goes back to several times when this does come up in a question or feedback. This is exactly why we do what we do. It's because there is a lot of people out there that just want to look for positivity in anime, not negativity in it. Like you said, trying to have fun, trying to enjoy our hobbies because we're, it's technically for a lot of people escapism and the last thing i want to do is escaping from usually an escapism it's to get away from stress or negativity and to have that negativity in your escapism is not i'm not fond of it personally 
I know a lot of people yeah. do enjoy that, and it's fine. There's plenty of people out there that are feeling that. We were trying to shoot for <laughs> a particular market, and that's what we found. Was yes, yeah. this, this is our niche, and that's and that's what we did. We we went this direction, and this is the direction because because like like we've said before, it's we we knew that there was a. Not necessarily that we knew that there was a market for it. We just knew we were thirsty for somebody who did this, what we're doing. And so one of the one of the easiest ways to find a market is to do something for yourself. And that's what we did. We found it, and this is what works for us, and that's why we do it. Yeah, it was pretty much like way back there when we were starting to first do this stuff. We technically was anime or gaming as well as was anime. But it was it was a specifically a content career that I followed for a long time. Just came out and said out of nowhere, when you see something that you don't think is being filled, uh, an area that you don't think is being filled, fill it. You do it, and it will you will get success from that. So that's what we did. That's what we did. Uh, Carlos sent us an email. Said, "How's it going? Hope all is well. Have some cool information you might uh, that might interest you." Your podcast, Otaku Spirit Anime, has good performance in some rankings. Last 30 days, as of... I don't even know what the day this was. Uh, position 2 in category TV and film in Mongolia. Position 3 in Indonesia. Position 4 in Malaysia. Position 5 in Colombia. And position 8 in Austria. Wow. <laughs> I seen these stats and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty interesting. I, I But of course we have that a lot where... We don't think we're as big in certain areas we actually are. And it's always kind of interesting to see these kind of stats. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, so I thought I'd throw it in here, even though it's technically somebody advertising their website, which is podstatus.com. But um, yeah, thanks, Carlos, for the info. And we had a couple of people that uh, had a couple of emails about like some rankings and stuff that we were throwing in, which was it's always exciting. I, I really do. It's it's hard sometimes to because it's very I can look at stats on like individual hits each episode and I've I've talked about that before of of the success that we've seen in the podcast it's just sometimes we I don't really I guess give us enough credit sometimes of how how well we technically do do but um yeah it's it's always good to know that people do support us and there's a, there's a huge following behind what we do, which again goes back to what we said before. The there was this this desire for a positive outlook in anime. It's an issue that we jumped into, and it's something that has been successful for us for a long time. So, yeah, it, because it, it it is sadly easy to want to go into the easy route. I, I call it easy. I'm not saying that anybody that has negativity in their content is relying on it. I'm just saying it is something that you can rely on because it is technically easy. I could probably throw up a bunch of videos on YouTube just bashing something, and it would be probably entertaining to a lot of people. It is easy to make funny content from destroying something. I think it's harder to make something entertaining with a positive outlook versus that. And that's technically a struggle that I have right now. Yeah, I mean, 
when I had my issues with uh, Saw Aspire So What, I probably could have made some really easy content just going on there and bashing it. But that's not really that's not me. <laughs> that's not our nature. That's not what we are. It it would it would be out would, of character would, for me. I would feel weird. Yeah, one of the biggest the biggest problems with that is that we would be betraying everything that we have stood for for the last what. I don't even think that – I think that we kind of shifted from having kind of a, an offset for each other to more of a both of us are just going down the positive road. Not necessarily that we don't have our opinions on different things. Like I've I've technically – if you want to get technical, I've kind of gone down the more negative to offset. But it's not really necessarily to offset you. It's just that more I'm – I'm I'm kind of tired of the whole negative uh, – uh, gore and and psychological thing and it's not necessarily a negative thing it's just that i'm tired of that particular set of genres um, it, 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 te- it technically has flipped you are right because I mean, I mean when we first started out i was pretty negative and dismissive of all the club shows and cutesy shows and and you were kind of positive on pretty much everything and then it kind of flipped to I, I mean, it's nothing against you. You, you, you do what you do. You do you. You enjoy what you enjoy. You're not going to lie to people. You yeah. have kind of shifted to not so much liking the serious and more violent shows, and I'm more accepting of pretty much everything. So I do find it a little funny that there was a flip there. Yeah, and it, so so it is it is interesting, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here. It's it's more along the lines of. I'm not going to I'm not going to be full on negative against him. I'm just going to say, look, I I'm not going to sit here and bash a show that I'm obviously not enjoying. It's not because it's badly written, just like um uh Promised Neverland. I'm I I I know that Andrew's kind of been hinting that he wants me to go and watch that. I'm still a little bit leery about watching it. Um but I'm more open to the idea, especially now that for some odd reason I'm 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 I feel like I'm starting to be more open to the darker shows, and so I it's only a matter of time before I start going down those. I've already noticed that I'm I I'm starting to consider them again. Does that make sense? It's like um, yeah, they're they're too, they're putting too many cute characters in them. It's it's very difficult to not. Yeah, and so it's like it's it's frustrating because it, I mean watching the 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 show you you told me that there was a whole bunch of blood and gore in in the in the PV and I was like no I don't want to and then when I go and watch the thing I'm like super hyped about it all of a sudden because it looks freaking awesome so <laughs> obviously um, I'm 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 starting to not be as opposed to them as I used to be. Um, so it's, it, it's only a matter of time that before I'm going to start ending up going and watching these shows again, my hiatus on those shows is starting to slowly ebb away. Um, so hopefully th- that, that will change soon. Um, but at this, at this time, I still, I, I'm still very, very not sure about them. I, it's like I was talking about the other day is like, there is shows that I do want to watch that are in the jo- uh, dark genre. Shiki is one of those. I have been wanting to watch that for years. Um, and yet at the same time, I know that I cannot specifically go into that right now because I will be turned off by it so fast. It won't even be funny, but 
soon I should be able to go to, and watch it because I can feel it. I'm already starting to be open to these dark shows again. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for now. Um, yeah, we are technically running out of questions. So if people can start uh, posting some questions, we're, we're, we're getting caught up and if that happens. We're going to, we're going to have to, I don't know what we're going to do if we run out of questions. But anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this discussional podcast episode running through the news that seems important to us. It should be important to you, like Arnold Schwarzenegger being an anime <laughs> and Andrew ranting about fair use not being recognized. But as always, we appreciate everybody that supports us, all of our Patreon supporters. Um, we really do appreciate both the uh, contributions that people do monetarily and through telling other people about us. Um, sometimes word of mouth is significant for us and helps people find us and helps us grow even more. As always, we also are on YouTube. Definitely check us out there. Check out the videos that we're posting there. Um, like I said, I'll probably be doing one on the Pacific Rim here soon. Wonder Egg Priority on a weekly basis, along with Mushoko Tensai. I might stop the Promise Neverland. <laughs> um, I, I might keep on Spider, keep on a weekly on Spider as well. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I hope you guys do enjoy. And we appreciate you guys' support, as always. And uh, as always, take care. Oh, 